you're welcome once again to musings with sassy the week for me has been very wonderful because you didn't only take your time out to listen to the butterflies flight which is the last episode you also sent in your beautiful comments i mean i got good feedback um you didn't only also listen to the sweet voice or good words like some people commented you also made me know that the the podcast was useful it was helpful in your relationships so in this um, episode i'll be taking it a step further where i talk about butterflies migration and you know i mentioned that a little in the previous um, episode i must apologize for my voice right now the way it sounds is just because i've been stressed in the past week and, and it took a toll of my voice okay so butterflies migration like i mentioned earlier it is a factor that is common with butterflies like i mentioned in the previous episode butterflies are cold-blooded and so they can't withstand a colder weather so during winter they tend to travel somewhere warmer this is because there are no flowers in their presence or there will be no flowers in their present location so they migrate somewhere else for food source since their food is basically but in flowers also for the fear of um, their food being taken over by butterfly caterpillars they tend to migrate somewhere else to establish new colonies in this same way our butterflies feelings migrate to someone else who make us spark i mentioned in the previous episode that someone else actually bears your spark it's more like um your partner your present partner actually has like an 80 percent of or 90 percent of the qualities that you love and desire in a partner but someone else that bears your 20 to 10 percent is actually somewhere else you know they are almost everywhere around you and so when you have a contact with such persons they also make you spark in a way and so our butterflies feelings tend to migrate towards these people because um in your present relationship just like um, um just like the no just like the insect butterfly the butterfly insect your relationship is beginning to feel cold and and you want some warmth again and so when you find someone else that bears your um, 10 or 20 percent your butterflies feeling begin to feel um, revived again you begin to come they begin to come alive again some chemical reactions in our body can actually account for that it is said that dopamine and oxytocin you know some other chemicals in the body like norepinephrine and all those other chemicals can actually account for the feelings we feel dopamine and oxytocin and the likes of them are actually bonding and pleasure chemicals in short oxytocin is called the love hormone so all these feelings are released in your body when you meet a new person just like you met the one that you chose in the first place and when these feelings are revived a lot of us want to actually venture we want to take an adventure into such escapades and um, these sometimes or most of the time are actually responsible for the increase in 
cases of infidelity and on and unfaithfulness that we've we've seen. Um, first of all, if uh, if you're you're just in your relationship and you're yet to be married, infidelity is not the talk for you right now. We will be talking about unfaithfulness in your case. This is because premarital sex, whether with your partner or someone else, is not actually a very good idea because premarital sex tends to create a feeling of intimacy. It is not true that sex outside marriage creates intimacy it is a false feeling of intimacy in fact intimacy is expressed with sex not that sex expresses intimacy when you are intimate with somebody it's a matter of the heart and so it is expressed in sex not that sex creates that intimacy now for a lot of people that are involved in premarital sex it's basically like a right so it seems like it creates a form of two becoming one now this creates another form of bonding in that relationship where it becomes difficult to actually leave this person when you find that in that relationship a lot of things are not right maybe you find that you can't actually stay with this person in marriage so it becomes difficult to leave that relationship because there's a bonding that has been created by premarital sex in that relationship it's also on the long run in marriage creates an issue with trust for example if i met my partner in a supermarket and we exchanged contacts we bonded very well and after a while we probably had sex and luckily got married now if i'm going to a supermarket at another time my partner might sometime begin to suspect or let's even assume that i now at that supermarket meet another person another handsome person and all that now my partner begins to suspect and then this creates a crack in the wall of my marriage and then you know where trust and all other virtues that are needed to sustain the marriage are missing the marriage is actually on its way to crash so it's advisable to actually keep off premarital sex for diverse reasons which i'm not i'm just going to mention if you you also risk contracting sexually transmitted diseases and infections there is also the issue of unplanned marriage for some people because you know the person the lady becomes pregnant and then because you have gotten pregnant you have to marry the person this is not supposed to be actually but i'm saying that in some cases it actually happens some diverse studies have also revealed that couples who engaged in premarital sex actually are more prone to divorce so because of all these factors i really don't advise premarital sex some people are actually lucky but it's better to be on the safe side to actually abstain it's a worthy thing when you abstain from premarital sex and then in marriage you present yourself to your partner so i'm talking again back to our topic butterflies migration which in a way leads to infidelity people cheat for diverse reasons people cheat because of breakdown in communication or lack of it some unfulfilled desires you probably expected some expressions of sexuality in your marriage and then you get into marriage it is not fulfilled or you're disappointed because 
some things you expected are not there or some qualities you desired in your partner are not there you know different people cheat for different reasons and it is not a gender thing i'm not going to say that men cheat more than women or women cheat more than men some studies show that men do more and some other studies show that women do more so i think it's just a general thing it's it's a common thing these days but the essence of this podcast is actually to discourage this and of course to emphasize that your butterfly's migration to someone else is a phenomenon that occurs and doesn't necessarily have to be gratified you know if you believe that you have um, chosen your partner all right and you're convinced that this is the person you're supposed to stay with i tell you your relationship is worth fighting for it is worth staying with you do everything to keep your relationship not because your your feelings are going towards someone else and then you feel the need to gratify it your marriage or your relationship is actually worth your weight is is worth fighting for it's worth staying with so if your relationship or your marriage feels hard hit by some pressures or some difficulties that are basically normal to every marriage or every relationship i want to encourage you that as we go through these episodes together i hope it it's able to save your marriage from crashing i really desire to see marriages fulfilling the purposes for which they were established in the first place the purpose of your marriage is not just to procreate and you know just give birth to children it is because you have a future together to raise your children together and to see them you know to see yourself grow grow old together in marriage and few other or some other reasons and these reasons just have to come to fulfillment i just want to encourage you that your marriage is worth fighting for your partner is worth staying with you know i mentioned in the previous episode that love is a decision so if you have made that decision to love and stay with your partner then let's see how to push you through to the end a lot of marriages these days are being hit by different pressures are crashing for several reasons which i feel that we can help rescue please stay with me as we consider the issue of anger the issue of boredom in marriage the influence of technology even in law relationships and their influence in our marriages and how they affect marriages and probably lead to the end of that marriage on the long run all right so i mentioned in the previous episode that i'll be opening up a segment called dear sassy and this segment will be attending to questions you know from feedback sent to us and then i'll be basically making recommendations to the best of my knowledge and i hope that it helps salvage the situation i have the first question mailed to me from latif which says i had lots of issues in my relationship and my girlfriend felt i complained too much i'm hurt because we had to break up oh latif i'm so sorry your relationship shipwrecked it's not a weird thing for breakups to occur in relationships the only hope is that when you make the next trial 
that you choose the best for yourself following our recommendation and few other things i will be doing on this podcast that your relationship will be a better one and would eventually lead to a marriage first of all i'm going to suggest that you quit complaining you sound like a melancholy actually and melancholies are given to perfection they are basically perfectionists they want to see everything working out as planned they are careful with details and all that but the truth in relationships actually is that opposites attract so you're naturally going to have gotten attracted to a more carefree person somebody that is like a total opposite of you and so because your significant other is more carefree and you are careful clashes are bound to occur you're bound to have lots of disagreements and then when you begin to see all the loopholes or all the downsides of the person you tend to want to react can you just take a deep breath when you see these things and try not to complain there are ways you can put forward a displeasure or you can put forward something that you're not happy about without actually complaining without nagging none of us likes to be nagged over so just um take a look at that side and you know work on it improve on it also i need you to know that you actually don't have the power to change anybody nobody has the power or the right to change anyone it is impossible yeah some people change but generally people basically don't change they only improve on things or you know make adjustments it's not that they change so a carefree person might always be carefree you know the only thing is that there might be a little of improvement so what love does for us is that it gives us the privilege to be able to influence the next person because we are in love with them or they are in love with us we are able to influence how they do things you know their approaches to things and all that but we cannot change anybody also i need you to try this method which i think works it had worked for me you know and it's still working for me register your displeasure with a smile it helps to achieve a better reception it helps your partner to to receive your complaints in a in a softer mode or softer way Although I must be sincere with you, in my relationship that led to marriage, while we were courting, you know, my fiancé, now my husband, used to do this a lot, that when he had to complain about something I wasn't doing right, or when he had to point out something I wasn't doing well enough, you know, what he did was to see it with a smile. If I had a complaint or something that hurt me that I wanted to present to him, he he didn't um frown over everything he in most cases at most times smiled over it now this at some point made me feel like i was being taken for granted or that he wasn't taking the matter seriously but you know on the long run this worked for me and worked for the relationship it made the atmosphere of the relationship calmer because I grew to now make adjustment. The fact that he smiled calmed me down at several times such that instead of being angry at what was said, I'd rather, you know, be calm and then think about it. 
and make amends. The last thing I'm also going to suggest is don't always talk about all the wrongs. This is a silent code my husband said he uses. He calls it the 10 to 1 rule where if for example I do about 10 things or 10 wrongs in a day, he talks about only one. This method helps to create patience in you actually. It also affords you the opportunity of actually analyzing and trying to understand why your other your partner is behaving the way they are behaving. So it helps you to understand their personality. You know, just like Miles Monroe said, you criticize what you don't know. What you don't understand is like a mystery to you until you criticize it. So sometimes the reason you're complaining is because you don't understand why your partner is behaving the way they are behaving. So if you adopt this rule of not complaining about all the wrongs that was done to you or all the things that you think are wrong, this method should be able to help you build some patience with your partner. Love is patient, I tell you. You cannot um, truly love without being patient with your partner. So Latif, I wish you good luck in your next attempt of relationship and I hope that it leads to marriage. The second mail is from Natasha that says, Dear Sassy, you said love is sacrificial. Is it still love when only one part makes all the sacrifices and puts in all the effort to make it work? Is it still love or being foolish? The part B of that question says, Sometimes you just want to make the other party know your worth, but love, put in quote, keeps pulling you back and here is my response to natasha first of all you made a conclusion already from your question saying or it's being foolish it's 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 just a pity but it's not exactly foolish and i would also say that it is still love when it is one-sided the fact that it is one-sided does not change the fact that it is love because love is a giver love is a doer love always gives and love always does now i'm not talking about giving in the aspect of um, finances and material things yes you can do all that in a relationship in fact those are part of the essentials of a relationship but the giving i'm talking about here even supersedes financial and material giving and that is giving in terms of your effort in terms of your time in terms of your um of your ability your sacrifices the effort you put into the relationship or you invest into the relationship to see it work these are very essential forms of giving in a relationship the need for love that we talked about is both to love and be loved so if you keep loving and you're you are not being loved back it hurts especially when you're not married i would actually advise that you take a walk out of such a relationship i'll give an example i was in a relationship for two good years and in this relationship i kept giving i kept sacrificing and fighting for our love i kept hoping that one day someday we would make it to marriage but the relationship later became so parasitic and i had to let go i just had to let go and trust me letting go felt wiser because 
at the end of the day i i was happy for it i i was happier that i let go of that relationship my candid advice is that it is wiser to let go when you can before it becomes too deep and almost impossible to leave a relationship becomes too deep when you have stayed for long like you have had a long time together going through years or something and then you you're wondering how you'd start again um a lot of people now know you with this person how would you cope without him or her you know all those feelings are uh, expected of a relationship that has stayed so long so when all of these feelings are present it becomes too difficult to leave but when you see signs that you are in love all by yourself you're in love all alone it is good to after talking about it and trying to see what is going wrong and you have found out that you are actually the one loving and the other person is not loving i advise you sister take a walk just walk out of such a relationship i would also quickly state that the feeling to want to make your worth known by pulling back away from the person is also understood but you have to settle in your heart it might take some time so you have to settle in your heart that you're worth more than what you're getting if your partner doesn't make you feel important or he doesn't make you feel like you're worth it then you should leave that relationship yes you would hurt but on the long run you'd find that it is worth it it is a broken relationship is better than a broken marriage it is better to break up now than to get into married with such a person and then it feels like you're forcing yourself on them even in your marriage and i tell you i'm going to leave you with these last words any relationship that doesn't value you isn't worth you and i'll take that again any relationship that does not value you is not worth you the third mail i'm going to be attending to is a question from my dad that says dear sassy i'm 17 and i'm in love my dad feels i'm not ready for a relationship yet how do i convince him i'm ready well dad, the first thing i'm going to tell you is that age does not necessarily determine maturity we we've seen some um 18 19 20 year olds that are very mature in their thinking you know mentally emotionally and you know psychologically they are mature they are balanced well some 34 year olds 40 year olds you would see them and wonder if they are really their age so age is not necessarily what determines your maturity however i'm going to advise that physical maturity is also very important because physical maturity which is your age affords you the opportunity to actually have experienced some things in life and be able to cope with them when they surface in marriage physical maturity in marriage actually helps with building stamina building emotional and psychological stamina to be able to withstand some pressures that marriage might bring your way you have to be able to have grown to a point of maturity whereby when you get into marriage you won't be needing the interference or intervention of your parents 
at all times to solve some marital issues. So I feel that the issue of age should be given attention to. Another thing you might want to consider is your readiness in the other areas of life. Like what are you doing presently? Are you seeking admission? Are you an undergraduate or you're a graduate like you're through with school and probably seeking employment? So if you are not admitted into a university yet, then I'll tell you to please be patient because you might get involved in that relationship right now and then when you get into school, you'll find somebody else that your heart clicks with and then you, you, you put yourself in the dilemma of who do I go for, what do I do and all that and then you put yourself through emotional stress and all that. So it is important to be, be patient till you at least get into the university and be sure that the issue of your academics is solved. If you are an undergraduate, I would even suggest that you focus on your academics right now. In this part of the world, academics actually seem very, very important. Even if you think that your future engagement or occupation would not require your degree in school your education still plays a very major role in your future endeavors so you might want to give a thought to your decision on getting hooked up with a guy right now you also have to consider are you ready for marriage within the next one to three years if you're given the opportunity if your father gives a go ahead today would you be ready to say yes to marriage not just a relationship where you just begin to date because long-term dating does not um because long-term dating is really not advice i personally don't recommend long-term dating because there comes a time when the pressure for sex becomes so much on you and then you're unable to resist it you're unable to withstand such pressure another factor to consider is does the guy truly love you if he does, is he putting any form of pressure on you? What exactly does the guy want from you? Does he want sex or marriage? Has he shown any form of seriousness? Have you ever even thought about um, seeing your parents together? Or has he thought about taking you to his parents? Because any guy that is serious about marriage with any lady would first of all think about their parents about showing them to their parents this is an indicator for seriousness so if the guy is serious about getting married to you then he should be ready to see your parents and be ready to take you to his parents too so you have to be sure or is it just rushing you up because he's pressured to have sex with you he is sexually attracted to you and he just wants to get into your pants because if he is truly in love with you, he won't rush you. He won't rush you into a relationship. This, I tell you, is a tried and true saying that love is patient. If he loves you, he would be patient with you and he would wait for you. You would also consider, is he financially ready? Is he emotionally capable? Is he psychologically ready to have himself accommodate a woman in his life is he able to actually bear the burden of marriage because marriage comes with responsibility it isn't just about you staying together you, you need to also consider his age is he 17 years old like you or he's younger or older 
is he ready is he also still schooling like you or not you know all these factors have to be really considered before you can say that you are ready or yes before you can say that you're ready to get married the last factor i'm going to consider is your parents basically your dad in this matter why did your dad say no to a relationship with him is it just about your age or there are more things to eat why does he think you are not ready you need to sit your father down and ask him all of these questions Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Musings. Your feedback is of utmost value to me. You can please follow me on Instagram at Sasanel Adebiyi. That is S-A-S-O-N-E-L-A-D-E-B-I-Y-I. A wise man once said, a problem shared is a problem half solved. So if you have any issue that you would want us to suggest solutions to, Please send us a mail with the subject Dear Sassy to sasanelladebi at gmail.com S-A-S-O-N-E-L-A-D-E-B-I-Y-I at gmail.com For WhatsApp, the number is plus 234-802-535-8914 Do have a pleasant week ahead. Thank you.